Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. says here, Tim, that you did an AMA. Uh, I tell you what I did do. Some pretty strong mushrooms. Oh, and is that when you did your AMA? Yeah. What I Was, was just, that on Friday? Uh, yeah, that's right. Can you tell me what was the occasion? I did some mushrooms on the weekend as well. Sick. But um, not with you. You went and, to a sporting match. Yeah, I didn't do an AMA. You did an ABM, an All Blacks match. That's right. I was actually with a, a, our friend Tom Furness, and we were sort How of- How is Tom? He's great. We had honestly such a nice night and we sit, we sat down next to each other and we're just sort of nattering away, catching up. Yeah. And there was this guy, like sort of the game had started and it was a pretty boring start of the game. Like the first 10 minutes, not a lot was happening. Yeah. Real slippy ball, all in the middle of the park, nothing of interest. And we're just nattering away about our lives and work or whatever. And then this guy sitting in front of us like turns around and he goes... You guys actually gonna watch any of the game? <laughs> and we said like it totally punctured our world, and we were like, "Oh, whoa, I yeah, sorry, yeah, okay, man, yeah, whatever, you you got it." And then we're sort of like laughing, but also feeling a bit shamed. You know that yeah, horrible yeah, like yeah. feeling of being an adult and being in trouble, or that feeling yeah. you get inside yourself. And Tom was like, "Yeah, well, you know, I guess some people come to the game to watch the game, and some people come to the game and catch up, and we're on the wrong side of that <laughs> equation." And then after he said that, we sort of laughed. And then the guy turned around, and he goes. You know what? I probably was a little hard on you. <laughs> and we were like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, it's been been a pretty shit start to the game. And we we're like, okay. Well, oh, well, oh. <laughs> so this guy was really, he was taking it out on you, the fact that well, the he, game wasn't I going well. He just heard our response, which wasn't like anger. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like sort of a measured like. You genuinely took it on board. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I was. I've probably like oh, look, ruined their conversational flow. And then anyway, he keeps looking at us and yeah. then he goes to me. This guy's he has to turn around to kind of engage with you, yeah? Big time. So he has to betray the one thing he wants everyone to do the most, mm-hmm. which is watching the game. And he goes, have I seen you on... Uh, have I seen you fuckers on telly? Yeah. Have I seen you on TV 2 or TV 3? And I said, <laughs> I don't know. And he said, have I seen you on the TV? And then I said, maybe. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I have. 
Is it hard being a comedian? <laughs> and he spends 70 minutes of this All Blacks match just staring at us and asking us questions. Wow. It was fucking crazy. Anyway. How was the, the vibe eventually with that dude? Do you feel well, like he, you honestly, got very convivial with him? So convivial. He brought together like the entire community of people around us were all suddenly like really friendly. There was a family to my left yep. and there were like some – uh, some All Blacks, some couples who were there to watch the All Blacks on our right. Yeah. And like he was in the middle of a big line of people who traveled down from Whangarei to watch the game. And oh, everyone sort of. Those those people from Northland, they don't fuck around. Yeah. He's one of those guys. They're there to watch um, the footy. And honestly, it was such a wonderful experience. It was so right. cool. It was so cool. And it How started with such. How strong were the mushrooms that I, you and Tom took? That you took? They, Can't speak for Tom. They were. I think they're from the same batch. Mm. But I, I only took a small – I took enough that everything was a bit wavy and funny, but not so much that I was untethered from, you know, yeah, where I was. Like, there's a, it's also funny because, like, Eden Park is a 50,000-seat venue, I think, and that there are, like, 48,000 right. people there. And I, you know, and you – I'm like – You'd, you'd imagine you've got anonymity in a 48,000-seat stadium, but I ran into, like, three – I ran into a guy I went to high school with who I used to play tennis with, and he was like – wanting to catch up and hang out. And I was like, you know, wanted to get through a, a brief catch up. But yeah. he was like, hey, man, what are you doing? Let's go get a drink. And I was like, nah. Nah, yeah. Maybe a coffee and sobriety. <laughs> but no, it was a great night. And they were, um, I, I I would say that I perfectly judged my dose to what I wanted. That's good. And But that, I mean, this is, all, uh, uh, um, this is all a sidebar to you, Captain Friday Night AMA. Walk me through it. What was the situation? Oh, I uh, had the house to myself. Zoe was in Wellington for the weekend. Yeah. So decided to try that batch of mushrooms to see how strong mm-hmm. they were. So measured out a um, gram. I've got little uh, drug weights now. That's how in the game I am. Yeah, wow. A gra- and, and a gram is, that's the a record. Gram of like dried, a yeah. uh, you know, mushrooms. So yeah, but like it's a decent dose. It was enough to be, and quicker than I thought about within 30 minutes, it's like, oh yeah, these work. Yeah, yeah. This they is t- on. They're this quite, is on. They take you up and take you down quite quickly. There's not a yeah. huge tail. Yeah, it was good. Um, but I, well, I kind of, yeah, I took a bit. A gram was a bit, and then I just ended up um, smashing a few beers and uh, smoking a little marijuana to level out. It's been a end. nice night. But I, home. Um, I went into a real uh, deep dive of Dave Chappelle because I was just kind of fucking around on the internet and. Um, the algorithm deigned me with a little Dave Chappelle gift of a couple of his interviews. Oh, and yeah. Then, then he started talking about the whole experience of um, the Comedy Central, like when he what left. happened yeah, yeah. with Chappelle's show. What interview were you watching? I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know. But um, he sort of he, he covers the same ground in a few yeah, of yeah. those. And then I was like, fuck, I've never watched the show. I've only ever seen clips. Yeah. But I've never seen the show as the show. And now it's on Netflix. And he he got so I started watching. He got it. paid for it to be on Netflix. Yeah, he managed to because it was that. Yeah, that's right. I saw an interview and then I watched uh, a bit, which I don't even know if it's from one of his specials. No, it's just a clip he put out. He put it on industry, Instagram. Yeah, the yeah. industry is a monster. Um, where he has this fucking great line where he says, uh, "I mean, of course, it's Dave Chappelle, but <laughs> the he, guy's good." <laughs> he goes, he goes, you know, I, I it, I've gone through a version of what. Um, uh, we're grappling with the same beast. This whole Me Too moment is happening, and that is women 
trying to deal with the way that this monster fucks and I'm trying to deal with the way this monster eats. But it's the same monster. I was like, damn, man. Yeah. And so I started watching Chappelle's show and it fucking rules, as you would expect. Yes. Oh, wonderful. And do, so you watched interviews in the Chappelle's show and then you did an AMA. Oh, it's just like on Twitter, you know, because I yeah. was like, at the computer. Was that fun? Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was all good. I, I read some of my um, replies after the fact, and I was like, "This doesn't make sense, Tim. What you've <laughs> this answer to this question? That's always interesting when you write things sense. down. Of you, when you uh, read it back, you know what I did? Fuck all of that. Do you know what was happening on Twitter though? I saw um, this person had tweeted. Uh, these Disney videos that came out oh, just dude, after 9 Yeah, yeah, I've watched those. The flag videos. How fucking terrifying. Those are like, that is a present-day clickhole satire, those videos, you know. But they're real. They're real, but so like... For the, for the uninitiated who weren't doing mushrooms on the weekend and went down a YouTube rabbit hole via Twitter, they're these videos that got made... Uh, in the wake of 9-11, and they're all child stars. It's like Miley Cyrus, um, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I didn't see Miley. Hilary Duff? Oh, Hilary Duff. Yeah. yeah, maybe actually. Yeah, maybe I was thinking Hilary Duff. Even, the cast of Even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, a handful of sort of, at the time, peak Disney shows. Huge for the kids. Yeah. And they're just like, they're all talking about how important the flag and is you can sort and of, how they're seeing flags everywhere, and it's like, bring a tear to their eye, and it's like, this is fucking... This is a like, worry. This is what well, is. If you look at it with hindsight, it's genuine wartime propaganda. Yeah, it is. It's it, two children yes. aimed two children from the des- Disney. And you network. can also see how the production worked when they were filming the ads, where it was like a director, and they were like, "Just talk about the flag and say some stuff about what the flag means." And like, you know, they're not thinking about what they. I don't. Do you buy their passion about what they're talking about? Oh, no, or do you I, just feel like they're people who are like, this is in your contract? And it's like, well, it's also, when I see the flag was, flying, it makes me... And Melissa Joan Hart was in it. But I mean, that was just the conversation that was happening at the time. I remember that. I remember being like, how old would I have been? 2000 and You would have been about three. 11. No, no, no. I'm oh. thinking this was when Early they teen. first launched into Afghanistan. And they, like, I remember fucking watching the news and they were doing a countdown. I was like, there's no way this is actually happening. They're not mm. actually going, like, America's not actually going to go into Afghanistan because I guess I was so young. And I watched them fire those missiles and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Crazy times. Fucking crazy. I just wanted to um, ask, circle back one thing to say when you were reading what you wrote on mushrooms and you're like, this doesn't make sense, Tim, mm. could you pass through that to see what you were trying to articulate? Didn't spend any time on it, guy. Okay. Simply no time. It's hard Do you know to- what both of us did, though, this weekend? was opened for Ronnie Cheng, who's in New Zealand. It was pretty oh, yeah. fucking hype. Yeah, yeah. I, well, you did it last week. I did it last week, but yeah, it was great. And what got to watch his show, which yeah. is very funny. God, it's good. He's got one of the best Netflix specials out right now, Asian Comedian Destroys America. And he's, he's got, I think, upcoming it, Marvel it, movie. What is it called? Ten Rings or something. And he signed a. Con- he's got a new Netflix contract. He's got two more specials and a docu series coming up for Netflix. But we saw him working out his next Netflix hour, okay. and the guy is funny. Who knew? I guess the algorithm that commissions at Netflix did. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's the movie that's coming out. He's in the MCU, babies. Oh yeah. Um. And did you enjoy that? Had a ball. Did you do you get did you get nervous? Yeah, I did. 
Which is interesting because it's like just at the classic studio. It's a small room. It is, it's but a gig it was you've played it's a because it's someone before. else's show. I'm I so see. used to like hosting my own lineups and stuff that it's like, well, if I bomb, this is my show, so who cares? It's on me. But it's like this is someone else's thing. I've been invited to come but, and not bomb it. Yes, <laughs> interesting <laughs> approach to comedy. There, <laughs> it's not to be funny. It's to not bomb. Well, you know, if you're funny, that's great. But ultimately, the goal is just not die on your ass. I yeah, I my goal is to be funny. I always think I'm going to be funny, or right. I want to be funny. Of course. Um, well, that's cool. And you had a lovely meal with them, Bar Celeste. Mm-hmm. They're not paying us, shout out, <laughs> but they make fucking good food. I had a meal there with uh, Chelsea and some friends before we saw Courtney Barnett. And every every plate they brought out was ten out of ten, and we were like, "This is God." It was a good time. Mm-hmm. And then you said you went there, and I was like, "God damn, that's great. Life's good." Yeah, it's not the same for everyone everywhere, though. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I start. I got. A, I started a riff about that on stage. Did you? Which is um, it's room specific, and I'll tell you about it off mic. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do jokes on the mic. Yeah. yeah well, no, sure. I'll do jokes, but I'm not going to do stand-up. Okay. Is that, that okay? Good. Yeah, that sounds good. By we've, got, um, we've got correspondence because that's what we do. We get correspondence from you, our friends, and we read it. We Here's talk what about happens. It. You send us messages. We read them. Yeah. A lot of those other shows that are out there, you send the messages. They don't fucking read yeah. them. And to our credit, unless we're doing the friend zone, we don't really I fucking them. would. You would. I absolutely would. You could. I'd read every single one of them. <laughs> you could, but you don't. Um, yeah, those other shows can go to hell. Every show that isn't this worst idea of all time show can go to hell. Straight to hell, boy. Uh, shall I start or shall you start? You should start. Okay, at your insistence. Um, this reads as follows here it comes everybody get ready hold on to your butts a police ah it's just praise for an episode a police officer of sex is a killer ep laughing loud and often lovely (laughs) nothing not to like about that i think that was that was that the alice needon one couldn't tell you no you couldn't but neither could i Thirty dollars has come our way, guy. Thirty US dollars. Okay, not our stupid dollars. It's good news. The the right kind from Nathan. Thank you so much, Nathan. Nathan writes the following: I'm currently freezing my ass off in Austin, Texas, and have been binging TWIOAT while the world around me devolves into an icy wasteland. We have no electricity, heat, and the water is going. But you boys have been helping keep morale up. Cheers. Damn man, yeah, this was um. February, mid-Feb, that was a dramatically bad time. Mm. I hope you're doing all right, Nathan. I hope everything's back on. Probably is because it's August now. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) Austin bounced back. Um, Thank you for the $30. A crazy time to spend it, you know. Yeah. You might go buy some kindling, but no, why don't you line our pockets? That's why you're the best fan. There's a Bible parable about that. It's one of the only ones that I remember. From from uh, when I was a kid, we learned a few Bible parables. There's a, there's give a, money to the church when you're at your lowest ebb. There's two people who donate to the church. There's a real rich guy who gives like a bunch of coins, and then there's a, a an 
a woman, a sickly woman who gives like one coin, and I don't, I don't even know who does the assessment. Jesus, maybe a priest. She's like that. Yeah. That woman rules. She's going to heaven. And the rich guy's like, "What the fuck? I gave like fifty times the amount she did." And the guy's like, "Nah, it's comparative to what she had. She gave it all, baby." Mm. If you divorce it from Christianity, there's a value in the message. But the idea of the church encouraging that is... <laughs> yeah, in retrospect... <laughs> unsettling. Not the best parable for me to hold in isolation. Hello, you fantastic chaps. Hello. My word. Aren't you both just brill? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know about that. I just woke up. Ah. Mm. Good sleep? Yeah, pretty good. It was a long sleep. We had such a cute weekend with Olive. Yeah? Yeah, it was so good. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, You may or may not have heard, but at the time of this message, myself and the rest of Greater Sydney, Australia, are legally required to not leave our homes as a result of an outbreak of something called COVID-19. Yeah, it's this thing that guy has been steadfastly pro for the last two years. It's fucking wild. Luckily, I know I'm safe because Guy mentioned it's a fake virus yeah. and I take his word as gospel. That is not what I said. And that also, is what Tim, you I said. I won't stand for your slander. That is what you said. Why would the person email us and remind you of a quote that you made? Track my tweets. One of the earliest anti-COVID-19 people out there. I'm against it. I haven't got a joke about it. People keep calling it the novel coronavirus. Hey, Tim, am I the only person who thinks the novelty is well and truly worn off? You moments ago told me that you would not be doing stand-up on this podcast. Well, fuck you. As I write this, I'm listening to the latest podcast in a tree episode, and I've absent-mindedly climbed around three meters high. Whoa, cool. In a gorgeous jasuranda tree. Jasuranda. Um, you surround me, I'm in a tree. And it says here, side note, Butte Condition, fantastic plumage, named Quarantina. Quarantina is a good name. Just want to express the deep content that listening to your podcast, Wilson a Tree, brings me. This message gets read out in the friend zone. I'd like to endorse the experience to any and all listeners. It's a right good time. You're both such good chaps. Thanks for all you do. From your listener in the tree, Ben. I would like to say this. Thank you, Ben, for this correspondence. And I'm so glad that you climbing a tree while listening to the podcast has provided this content, especially in what is an incredibly challenging time for our friends uh, in Australia. Mm. Um, we don't like it. I will say that guy might be pro-virus, but we're both incredibly anti-hard uh, times for you, Australians. You can't deny it. We love Australians. I think. Here's what Guy reckons. In the first season, I remember we were we, we were sort of reeling from the fact that anyone was listening. And we'd say, we want to know where you're listening. Mm. Send us a photo. Mm. I take such deep satisfaction in the idea of people listening to podcasts in a tree in a tree. There's a different feeling you have feet off the ground, sitting in a tree, climbing in a tree, than you do when you are down here on the earth. So anyone, if you can safely do so, if you're listening to podcasts in a tree, in a tree, please take a photo and send it to us, either on the Facebook or on Twitter, at twiowatpod. I'd love to see people listening to podcasts in a tree, in a tree. We've had a handful, I know. Yeah, this probably would have been a good message to fang out when podcasts in a tree was being released. But people who have listened to podcasts in a tree on the ground, it's like you've listened to half the podcast. If you really want to experience the podcast, if you want to know what it's like, 
Get up a fucking tree. So thanks, Ben. I hope that you're um, looking after yourself in lockdown, as anyone who's listening to this in lockdown, uh, I, I would hope that. And good on you. And it is real, the virus. So um, I don't know where you're getting your information, but respect it. You. Stay safe. And um, look after yourself. The subject line for this email is Emmanuel episode 21. And uh, it begins thusly. Dear cold men. Guy states, quote, I'd love to see. What is this word? <laughs> Nye docking. Oh, Nido King. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Out of context of the Pokemon <laughs> world. <laughs> Put the emphasis all Nye on the docking. Right Nido King and Nido Queen just absolutely going hammer and tongs. I'd like to assure Guy that that this is a possibility very much open to him, being a mere Google search away. Best wishes, Nick Litzow. Pokemon, Nitto Queen and Nitto King sex sex porn images. I believe in internet circles this is referred to as Rule 34 from memory. You know about Rule 34? What's Rule 34? Uh, if it exists, there is pornography of it. Oh. Oh, wow. These guys are really giving it to each other. <laughs> uh, Some good artists using their time yeah. expertise. I've got, I've, you know, I didn't even punch this in, but now I'm looking at um, Nitto King and his monstrous hog and just wedged on the end of it while he's, Finishing off is uh, the ghost Pokemon Gengar. <laughs> Gengar. Gengar. Holy hell! I guess, yeah. People want to see that. <laughs> Too early in the morning for me. I'm not going to look at your screen. Yeah, fair enough. But um, Lizzie from Acar sent us some money directly. What the fuck? Our- <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie sent over seven bucks. We love Lizzie. Lizzie is um, so Acast is our platform that hosts our podcast, and I got to say, they're fucking cool. Yeah, they're great, and they hope they've got a stable of incredible podcasts. So. Oh yeah, all the best ones. And uh, Lizzie sent over some bucks and said, "This is mostly for Alice's impression of Rudy Giuliani." <laughs> <laughs> love Lizzie from Acast. <laughs> Well, sorry, Lizzie, but Alice isn't going to get a freaking dime of that. No, she isn't. Um, Not on our watch. Do you want to turn that heater off behind you? Are you getting too warm? I reckon. Unless you're not. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. I'm just going to lower it. Sure. Sounds like a good compromise. Yeah, that's what friends do. Guy Montgomery and Tim Bat are the picture of what a good marriage is made of. Compromise, getting the work done, having fun together. Mm. Looking up images of Pokemon, having sex with other Pokemon online to we, satiate. We do what we can. Guy's unique tastes. I we And I support him in that. Thank you. So that's we read a needs. this is a callback to a previous um Message from Dunna, mm-hmm. who from uh, Ireland, yeah, you got it. And they they wanted to send a screenshot because um they we read the message and we, they they said that they'd given us an acknowledgement in their dissertation. Yes, and uh, they and I said thank you. And sort of we just read this on the friend zone, whatever. And then now they said, ah, balls! I completely forgot to send the screenshot. And so I will now read the acknowledgements from Dunna's dissertation. A huge thank you to Elaine Walsh. As my ever-encouraging, always patient dissertation supervisor, there would have been many more sleepless nights without her assistance throughout this process. I don't need to hear about her. Skip to the good stuff. Thank you to Tim and Guy for providing the soundtrack to this dissertation and making me proud to be a member of the Friend Zone. And then it says, to Meg and Steve, and it uh, tastefully crops there. Well, I'm very excited to see that my name came before Guy's in the um, acknowledgments. Yeah. Thanks, Dana. Then that classic reverse alphabetical order thing. I'm cool with that. Uh, this reads, my fellas. So you're going to say humps. Hey, fellas. Not my. Hey, fellas, my brother. Hey, fellas, my brother Finn is such a fan of you two. <laughs> this is like watching a toddler put a jigsaw together. It's like watching a brilliant mind read a fucking letter, you prick. <laughs> hey, fellas, my brother Finn is such a fan of you two. I recently sat through a Rob Schneider stand-up show where his family connections to Mexico and some part of Asia allowed him to say whatever racist shit he liked. (laughs) Every agonizing second of the special was disturbed by Finn telling me what you two had felt about it. Finn is a fucking amazing man and he speaks about you in the most beautiful way. If there is anything you can do to mention him or send a video or something to him, it would be massive. 
My apologies if this message is taxing or if you get too much of this kind of thing, but I just think it would be so brilliant if you saw this and could help me out. Much oh, I just wanted to let you know fellas. that my mate thinks you're fucking legends. I'm so sorry to burden you with this news. Dude, we love this shit. Who Literally, you're listening to an entire episode of a podcast, which is just, <laughs> just that. giving itself a goddamn handjob on yeah. the air. Uh, so, yeah. Do we need go. to do something separate for Finn? Mm. Or is this does this constitute enough? This, I think we could say Finn. Let's let me address Finn and Finn only right now. Yeah, it's ha- Finn with one N, by the way. Not, that that, is, not a double N, so it's F I N. That's critical, Finn. I don't know where you are, like in the world or in your life, but I will say this: I reckon good things are coming your way, brother. Oh, what gives you that sense? Got a vibe. Okay, got a vibration. Gave me the clue. Yeah. What do you think is coming for Finn? Dear Finn. This week, tomorrow, it's going to be a banger. You're going to wake up and you're going to have... Sometimes you wake up and you're just like, I've got exactly how much energy I need to do whatever I need today. I've never experienced that in my life. Finn's got that coming. That's so good. That's how I feel today. That's crazy. Perfectly energized. I have also got two coffees coursing oh, through my body. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, this will be the last message I read on this friend zone. All right. At your insistence. Friend zone? Message for the boys. Dear Burlog and Gyratron. Mm-hmm. Long time listener, first time gentleman caller. I've been a big fan of Deathblatt, and now that I've been saturated with McElroy juices, I've kicked myself for not twiwatting sooner. Hey. I force-fed all of Deathblight to my fiancé during a cross-country trip, and it was a delight to watch her slowly come round and buy the most recent episode, listen to her genuinely crack up. Wow. She had to work so hard to get into it. That's hours of content before a, a positive reaction was elicited. The writer continues, and I can safely say she's... A fan now, and we can go ahead with the wedding. <laughs> I also dragooned her sister into witnessing the YouTube pilot, which was a blast. Lots of genuine laughs. I'm slowly spreading your podcast seed around my friends and family like a true zealot. Now, I'm, I'm just going to take a, a breath. This is Tim talking now. Hi, Tim. Do you know what dragooned, the verb, means? It's, it's like a um, fun way of saying coerce. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. I don't know. Which is for not sure. necessarily a fun word, but it's, I, I assume it's like dragooning someone is like sort of coercing them into persuading. Doing persuading something. would be the euphemistic way of saying it. In that one paragraph comprising just two sentences, my first brush with dragoons was in StarCraft, and another unit that you can get in StarCraft is the Zealot. Ah. Both Protoss. Um, one's a ranged thing that fires like an energy projectile. Zealot's a high-impact melee fighters. Anyway, I just really wanted to say Picture Porno with George Lazenby is the single funniest segment I've heard in my adult life. I look forward to it every week, and eventually I'll make a supercut of it and force-feed it to the rest of my friends to try and get them on the little empire train. Keep fighting the good fight, you brave fuckboys, and say my name, Tyler Fadden. Tyler Fadden. Thank you. Tyler's the coolest guy I know. Really? I've said it. Shit. Yeah. Tyler Fadden fucking rules. That's awesome. Yeah, that guy kicks ass. Um, 
I've got another callback. We've got, we're actually we're we're setting up threads that are spanning arcs of the friend zone now. Cool. So you might remember um, Marshall from ring, Mississippi. Ring. Who's USA. there? It's Marshall from yeah. Mississippi. He Mrs. Uh, M, Mrs. I, Mrs. S. Wait, what is it? <laughs> M I S S I. You would not pass muster in Miss Honey's class. Oh, fuck, I wouldn't take. He uh, anyway. You remember he sent us a message. Broke college student got into a pretty gnarly car crash. We read it oh, on the friend yeah. zone. Yeah. So he's given us an update. Hey, boys, I know I'm super late, but it's been a tough time. I just wanted to update you like you asked. I've been doing good. My back is still sore, and I've got two killer scars, but I've gotten far enough that I can live on my own again. Oh, man, that's huge progress. Tim, your advice was pretty good. It helps me keep my head straight when I get anxious, which has been very often in the past couple of months. Once again, thank you guys for the show. It brightens my day every time. Marshall, to whom we will continue to wish a speedy recovery and nothing but the best. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm always kind of loath to give anyone advice on anything, but that was a tricky spot you're in. And, and, you know, sometimes it um, can be helpful to hear from people who have got their head above water when you were doing a furious doggy paddle just to stay afloat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. So um, I'm really glad that it, it resonated, helped a little bit, Marshall. I love it too. Hey Tim, sup? How do you spell ass? A S S personally, because I'm so Americanized. But really, owing to my colonial roots and lineage that I can trace directly back to England and Ireland and Scotland, it should be A R S E. Ars. I'm a traitor. Interesting. How about you? I go both ways. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh. That's it. I'm not going to read anything else. <laughs> okay. Please keep sending us correspondence. We love it. Please keep living your best life. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever... ran out of steam at the end here? No, I'm just thinking about what I want to, what note I want to end on. Oh, okay. Check out YouTube.com if you haven't. YouTube.com, an incredible website. It's a repository of videos. Um, the way we used to use it was fun because you go on there and you'd enter a search term. But now the way people use it is they just go YouTube.com and then go, all right, artificial intelligence, present me with entertainment. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want from life? You want meaning? You want value? Do you want interpersonal connection? Fuck all of that. Give me a powerful yeah. algorithm. If you spend enough time on the YouTube algorithm, it will conjure versions of that which far surpass whatever – you know, make-believe world you've created in your mind. Um, also, the Olympics are finished now, but you can watch old Olympics videos. <laughs> so the Olympics never finished on YouTube.com. Also, they gave us a bunch of money to make a pilot, <laughs> and then they told us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> Our yeah, words. Good times. Yeah. So um, hopefully we've dragooned you into spending a bit of time on YouTube.com, and um, you are going to – enjoy that and we're gonna uh well we're gonna go and check in on jeff bezos over on the patreon um god can't wait to hear how how he's doing and how tim's doing only time will tell goodbye everybody
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmarked.